All right. So, hey, guys, this isn't Tracy. This is actually her best friend, Girdley. And because me and that crazy girl have been through, like, uh, 10 years of adventures, I thought I'd hit y'all with a disclaimer of sorts. First and lastly, do know that whatever the hell Tracy shares in this podcast comes from her very own treasure chest of magic, logic, and good intentions. She's definitely not a therapist alternative, but she does believe it's inhumane to withhold what feels like gangster insight. My girl's not for everyone, but she just might be for you. She's beauty in the what it do? It's Tracy G, and you're listening to the She's Beauty and the Beast podcast, episode one of season one. I have uh, a bit of hesitancy in my voice because episode one, season one, just kind of sounds like we are new on the pod block, you know what I'm saying? But if you've been rocking with me for a long time, then you know that is absolutely not the case. I actually have about... 30 plus episodes from September 2016 until 2019, which doesn't really sound great now that it's said out loud, but whatever. The bittersweet ending to that story is this. I loved creating this podcast and was really shook by the success of it. Thank you, thank you, thank you if you contributed to that. But as a one woman production from front to back, side to side, who already has a rocky relationship with consistency, Doing it all alone just wasn't sustainable. Know what I mean? So that's the past. The present is that I have myself an amazing producer. Hi, Amber. And have switched to a seasonal rollout along with varied um, episode structure. So I am excited. And I'm also excited because this convo features my best friend, who's a choreographer, dancer, doula, and writer extraordinaire, Girdley, who's been a part of my two No Sex Zone episodes that you can also listen to if you haven't already. Um, And she's going to be on more episodes this season. So I thought that we should all get into her layers a bit more. Also, I'm going in depth about the uncomfortable but necessary epiphanies received during my podcast hiatus. Um, we're going to talk about when your favorite light workers fade to black, and you will get to know the both of us, Girdley and myself, much better as we play a tipsy game of we're not really strangers. And if you're unfamiliar with that game, it's a question-driven card game that's all about empowering meaningful connections. This convo, you know, this convo is somehow both deep and shallow. But, I mean, this is also what life is, right? We really enjoyed recording it, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. Fellow humans, mm. I'm re-entering familiar territory. <laughs> it's been a while, but here I am. The podcast world, you know, it genuinely feels good to hit record. I'm Tracy G for anyone who is new to this show. I also have my partner in Shine, my sister. I would like to say beyond a sister in spirit, somewhere I got to do my DNA test because I really do believe that this woman shares blood with me (laughs) and not just, you know, us having similar cycles once a month. (laughs) I mean, blood from birth. (laughs) Girdley, 
Cages. Hi. Nice to be here, Trace Face. Yes, a.k.a. Burger. She's here to kick off um, this new chapter, this new season of She's Beauty and the Beast. I'm sure from some people who have been listening for quite a long while, thank you so much for your dedication. Thank you for the innumerable amount of folks who would hit me and ask, yo, what's good with your podcast, blah, blah, blah. I listened to this episode a bunch of times. I need a new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good facts. Yes, I appreciate that level of accountability from people I may not necessarily know in the flesh, but who I am aligned with nonetheless, because it reminds me of the power of Wi-Fi. And I have a lot of days <laughs> where I can forget and the internet just, you know, brings me more burdens than blessings. <laughs> But you guys keep me on track. And I I had to take a pause because, one, it was a lot on my shoulders just logistically with putting the podcast together as a single soldier, you know, doing being the voice of it, but also structuring the episodes and then editing. And then you guys who have been listening, you know how I like to have fun with lots of sound effects uh, and then scheduling the interviews, yada, 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 the et cetera's go on forever, just a whole ass ellipses. And it was, it was a lot. <laughs> In addition to that, even though this, by the time you guys hear this, it will be 2020, but we are, me and Girdley were in my living room in, in um, Brooklyn and it's uh, late December, 2019. So I'm going to just give a little bite-sized reflection there. Are, and this will also be an update for you too, in a way, girl, even though you kind of know this, but to be honest with you guys, this year, there were a lot of moments that really chipped away at my confidence. And I had to figure out why that was happening to me. And not to say that I've been, you know, a an alien and not a human and I haven't experienced um, insecurity, vulnerability, self-doubt, but this felt like for a longer stretch of time. And so it was concerning to me and one of the things that I, I realized is because I was doing a lot of projecting and the projecting was birthed from believing that the public had this perception of me as a wise woman, mm-hmm. someone who, you know, Gurley, you get these similar compliments as well, always hearing that um, you're a light or you're an inspiration Um, you know, things of that nature. And so when I felt like a lot of darkness, I'm like, how can these things coexist if so many people believe of me to be a light? And so I became insecure and extended that darkness Mm. because I felt weird about sharing it, even though I do share my darkness a lot. (laughs) But somehow I forgot. And I think it's because we in um, this modern age, we our brain does not have a lot of bandwidth because so many things are constantly reaching for our attention. We're being seduced by all of these distractions. And so it can be challenging to just get quiet so you can take inventory, so you can constantly hear your own voice so it doesn't feel like a reintroduction. It just feels like a familiarity. But when I was doing so much, I kind of got off of my self-care routine, not the cute little pampering shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what did we call self-care before the hashtag? 
just ma- maintenance tlc yeah wow tlc is the original self-care Facts. and then rest in your mind body and soul those kind of expressions that was mm-hmm. the original self-care yeah i love that me too yeah so i needed to get back to that to remember that if I truly believe energy is transferable, that it cannot die, mm. that it can be recycled. And I was telling this to um, my producer. I got a producer now, motherfucker. Hey. Shout out to Amber. Hey. Helping a young queen out down me. Hey, blow. <laughs> I was explaining to Amber that my darkness can be recycled into light. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything is useful. And I've said this before to others, and I need it that other person to be myself where God's fingerprints are on everything. And I gave the example of how Mary J. Blige has given us so much light through her darkest hours. All the light. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Songs where she is just flattened on the floor. Mm. And you know, and it's so refreshing to hear somebody be that honest. Mm -hmm. Like I was listening to a song of hers the other day and this woman literally said, don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't go. Don't go. Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. I love you so. And I'm just like, you ain't never going to hear a woman in 2019 on a song talking about don't leave me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's so, that's so true. But we honored her truth. Oh, it was beautiful. Whether it had dirt on it Mm -hmm. or not, whether it came of horns or whether it came of a halo, Mm -hmm. we just honored the truth. And so I had to um, sift through all my pile of shit you know, light in my luggage that I was carrying around to remember that, which is um, a mission that I've been on. And I wasn't I wasn't crafting this mission like, oh, my gosh, look at Instagram is so fire. Let me come up with some female empowerment brand, blah, 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 blah. No, anything that I've done has been for my own catharsis first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because it has honored me, healed me, helped me in continuum, then I've decided to share it. But when your personal brand, especially when it's rooted in wellness or emotional empowerment, self-care, however the hell you want to slice and dice it, when it becomes a business, sometimes you can focus on the business aspect, right? Serving others more than the original purpose, which was serving yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I got caught up in a lot and I had to detangle because I kept thinking about how the public would receive me since me in my eyes became the product and so a product can never have defects you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but it's like no you're another p word you're a a person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so stop looking at things through such a a surface lens stop looking at things through a technological lens Mm -hmm. as if you do not have a beating heart Mm -hmm. like that's what you got on a computer Mm -hmm. That's what you got on fucking an app. Mm-hmm. You have a beating heart. And that comes with such nuance, which is one of the most beautiful things ever. And so much such a, a spectrum as well. And so it's in embracing that, which came to just needing time to um, to get centered and to get quiet and then to just do like regular organizational things like getting my inbox down to zero. Oh, wow. Congrats, girl. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. That can do a lot for your peace, for your sanity. But I feel good. 
as people have been asking me like how I'm doing just friends and my usual reply, but not usual as like default, but just how I'm feeling is I'm on the rise. Mm-hmm. So I feel good. I've got oxygen in my lungs and the greatest gift God could ever give me, which is clarity. So that's why you hear my voice on this mic. And so that I don't slide back to where I was. That's why, guys, I have Girdley on here. You'll be hearing her much more often because Girdley is like the spine to my spirit. (laughs) (laughs) And having another voice reminds me that I'm human. Mm. Because when I'm recording a lot of these episodes, even though obviously I do do my interviews, but, you know, I did a lot of just me to the mic conversations and that can be a very um that can be very therapeutic of course but then again there's another techie layer to it Mm -hmm. because it is me and a microphone and then I have to make sure my levels are good blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but a lot of times or when you're just thinking about it then it goes back to like the product thing yeah and what you're saying having to be um, some polished, yeah. you know? There's still a level of personal surveillance happening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're just thinking about packaging a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I'm speaking with a friend who has known me for double digit years, mm-hmm. I can't play that with you. Right. <laughs> we know when we're not being present. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, exactly. And I love your presence because. I just I can't be performative like that just completely slides down my back and I just have to be very bare and that happens very naturally and not to say I wasn't doing that before I'm just saying like in the in between Mm -hmm. moments Mm -hmm. like when I'm thinking about okay how do I want to approach this episode blah 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 blah. it was just too much and as a Scorpio too like astrologically it's so organic for me to just travel down to overthinkingville Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and just stay posted up over there. You understand what I'm we'll saying? Stay right here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, guys, so that was the scenic route just to tell y'all that I'm back. She's Beauty and the Beast is back. Girdley is here. Also, I wanna um what's the word that I wanna use? I don't Girdley? know, but you're about to do something right now. <laughs> I wanna I wanna honor this moment. I have an in-house sound effect. I'm about to put my mic down so you can hear this real quick. Bow! Woo! That was a real bottle of rosé, y'all. We are officially rap stars. (laughs) This is fucking awesome. Sincerely. Thank you, Bel Air. But yes, but this is a cheers not only to Girdley and myself, but also to all of you guys, too. Thank you so much for rocking with She's Beating the Beast. Thank you for continuing as we journey to wherever we go. (laughs) All of the different zigs and zags, just exploring human nature, human nurture, and all of the in-between, we doing this. This is so cool. This is like one of our favorite emojis, too. What's our favorite? Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) Clankity, clank, clank. So, yeah, guys, we came with shit light. This is going to be a cozy episode. Casual, cracking, cackling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Getting to know the both of us a little bit more. Um, And a way that we're actually going to make that easy is by playing this car game that I genuinely love. I love it, too. Yeah, this is in, well, first of all, it's initially created by this brand called We're Not Really Strangers. And then they partnered with um, Red Table Talk, 
who we love very, very, very much. And they have an inner circle expansion pack. And it's all these different questions. There's like three levels that has to do with um, perception, reflection, and connection. And the whole mission is just to um, spark meaningful conversation. I'm going to take this first card. I'm going to read it out loud. Okay. And we're going to see what happens. Okay. In one word, describe how you feel right now. Bubbly. Mm-hmm. Double entendre, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm clank, here for that. Clank, Another clank, clank. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Bubbly, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I often feel that way around you. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely, uh, you awaken my inner child and I love it because I forgot how much of a playful ass kid I was. I don't know when the switch happened that I turned into like a serious adult that had to take shit mad seriously. But every time when I'm around you, I just feel like we're like fifth graders. Like mm. I had such a good time in middle school and I laughed and I didn't care about the way things were coming off. It was just fun and genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. So I just I feel bubbly right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I appreciate that, yeah, no especially problem. since you slid in a compliment with I that answer. <laughs> Sometimes the truth ain't got to hurt y'all. <laughs> Sometimes the truth helps. Um. OK, so for myself, I feel. I feel very light good yeah i didn't want to try to think too hard about it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because sometimes too like when you're a a lover of words which you are as well girdly Mm -hmm. and for anyone who's also a lover of words that's listening you want to like find you'll go through like this little like mental thesaurus you got Mm -hmm. (laughs) like oh i'm I'm gonna save this one i gotta start in my dictionary Mm -hmm. i get it i got some words on ice too yeah (laughs) Like, sometimes you just want to, like, whip up something fancy in the mm-hmm. kitchen. But mm-hmm. it's like, bitch, if you craving a bowl of cereal, then get you a Eat bowl of cereal. cereal. Period. It's delicious. <laughs> it gets the job done. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to make a steak all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel very light. And I think that plays well with your inner child mention, which is another double entendre I did right there. If you oh, could peep. What's popping? <laughs> Yeah, it's good. And I feel centered um, and ready. And like, this is this is fun, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got to be fun. If it's not fun, then we're doing something wrong. Not to say that everything has to be fun, but fun is important. Yeah. <laughs> fun is important, especially if you're doing something that you started off loving to do. Ah, girl. <laughs> so, so if fun is not somewhere in there something's got to change. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? Someone said this to me. Dang, I wish I could give them full credit. It's one of my friends. Um, but the general sentiments, because I am a, a deep diver, you know, I like to go to the bottom of the ocean floor when it comes to conversations and just investigating life and exploring this human experience, blah, blah, blah. But I also have to remind myself that the surface is important because that's where the oxygen is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot go to the, I don't even think humans can go to the mm-hmm. ocean floor. Like they send special technology mm-hmm. because it takes too long. Like your oxygen can't handle mm-hmm. that freaking um, trip yeah. down there. Yeah. So like I used to have certain jobs where I'd be like, yeah, this is fun, but I need I would trade in fun for substance. Right. And then it's like, bitch, it doesn't always have to be either or. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like throwing an ant, mm-hmm. throwing a both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Go deeper, keep it light. It's cool. <laughs> Duality. Yes. You can read this one. Okay. Why do you think we met? Why? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of directions I can go with this. Same. There's a lot to choose from because I think it's very multi layered. Um, I definitely think one of the reasons we met is for balance. I have a tendency to be an extreme character, which can come in handy in a lot of instances. (laughs) But then sometimes, you know, fire will destroy everything, including the person who started the fire. Mm. So you have to be very careful. Um, And I feel like Gurley just eases me you know how sometimes you don't realize that you're tense like you'll go to yoga and they're like drop your shoulders Mm -hmm. and you're like oh my gosh my shoulders were that close to my ears Mm -hmm. i had no idea Mm -hmm. so girdley's presence does that for me naturally she doesn't have to dictate to me listen bitch like you're feeling kind of (laughs) crazy i feel like girdley can sense when she has to counteract my energy or when she can serve as like a filter for my energy just Mm -hmm. gentle things i can't really i I don't know how to explain it but it takes me back girdly to when i first felt your hands (laughs) i know that comes off real straight i always think it's straight every time we revisit this story i just shake my head like this chick every time (laughs) and i had never felt somebody whose hands literally felt like a clone of my mother's meaning they were so soft and like i i don't know if you've ever felt the palm of someone's hand and it is it it felt like it was stitched together with wisdom like the whiskers of god's pet cat (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) y'all Is that SpongeBob shit? All right, y'all, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> Yo, bro, I promise you, this is only the Belair Rose. We haven't rolled nothing yet. Girly just felt like family. That's the point of me saying that. She felt very maternal to me. And I am very conscious of not um, subconsciously taking advantage of that because this is still a friend, a human that happens to be my friend. You know, is this still a human that happens to be in a guardian angel of mine? Like, however Girdley's purpose is in my life, it's still poured into a vessel called an earthling. So I have to be sensitive and responsible Thank you. with that. <laughs> but I, I definitely know that Girdley is here to help me um, unlock my creativity. Girdley is definitely here creativity goes hand in hand with the divine feminine there is a time where i would always (laughs) introduce girly as a black man's dream is that what it was a black man's wet dream a black man's fantasy some shit you got niggas looking at me like i'm like a lot look at this setup that i have to live up to now (laughs) but you know why i say that is because um there's a very slight but important difference between sexiness and sensuality. And I always, and Girlie could definitely be sexy, but she had the sensuality that I felt like was missing from so many women that I would see um, 
in the public sphere and then also in my own little world. And it was just so beautiful. And I was like, I need to learn some of that because I just grew up a wild ass tomboy. <laughs> and I definitely have some sexiness to me. Big facts. If I could say out loud. Come on, Scorpio, talk your shit. <laughs> talk your shit. You better remind them niggas Come what on. my sign is. <laughs> I hope you guys aren't averse to me using the N-word once in a while, but you know. It's cultural. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. I would say to remind me, to help me unlock my divine feminine, um, to bring balance into my world, definitely the fun, but uh, a guardian angel. <laughs> like, I have, I have to say that. As like, whatever childlike that may seem, uh, and I don't use guardian, you know, we would use that maybe a lot like as a kid because I felt like I read a lot of books that had to deal with a guardian angel. But it's not something you hear a lot of adults use. But that's what it is. Girlie's one of my guardian angels. <laughs> Look at you being bashful. <laughs> Thank you, you, Tracy. I got to come correct, Tracy. Thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you for that. It's true. It is true. And and, and I only say it's true, not because it's obvious, but because you are the type of person that will let me know off mic, on mic, for no reason, for literally on a holiday, on a Saturday, any time. So, like, I never, um, I always feel appreciated and loved by you. So I really, really, really appreciate that. Um, And, yes, I feel like. You know how I feel, but they don't. So we're going to go through it. Um, But I feel like I was definitely meant to know you for balance purposes as well. Mm. And um, I feel like ever since I met you, Tracy, you have always had this fearlessness to you. Mm. And even before I really understood what autonomy truly was, like you just exuded it. And it always fucking inspired me. I'm like, look at this carefree black girl. Look at this freedom. Look at this free black woman. Like I always thought that when I saw you and I feel like I had like somewhat of like a pretty sheltered kind of like a caged bird kind of situation going on, which is why I felt like I had to run to New York and meet people that reminded me of the New York energy. And then Mm -hmm. here comes this, just like this ball of life, like this ball of energy, like this magnet of like attention and, and storytelling and color. And you just always exuded just like this alternative way of being. And to me, it always just represented freedom. And when I think, and when you use the context of us being like family, it's so you. It's it's funny that you compare me to somebody maternal because I'm like, she is like the cousin I always wanted. Like she's the cousin <laughs> that would be like, "Come, we're gonna go to your first concert." Like that one. Like trust me, it's fine. You're gonna love this party. Like that's who I always took you as. Like you just have always allowed me to um, be more audacious, to stand in my power a little bit more because I'm like here I am looking at this girl who's like my height and we, and, and we're from the same culture and we laugh at the same jokes. We have the same slant on certain things, or we kind of have the same wisecracks towards certain things. So I felt like this deep, uh, relationship with you. Like, I felt like we had this similarity, but like your execution of it is just completely unique. I can never take credit for that. I can never say, Oh, that's like me. Your execution is completely your own. And it's something that I always inspired. Cause I'm like, yo, if someone who I feel like I can identify with can be this free, can be this fearless, can, can stand in her power, can, can, can be this confrontational, can have this audacity and say, no, 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 I, I deserve this. Or I wasn't done speaking or actually I have something to say. And just like the way that you have never been scared to take up space and to 
just go after what you want has always been my backbone. Like for real, for real. Like you've always been one of like the bravest people that I've known. And I live off of that energy. I fucking be clapping. When you be posting shit or you say, or you be talking your little shit or you be laughing at your own jokes, I'm cracking up. I'm like, if she thinks it's funny, it's funny. Like that's what it means to co-sign for yourself. That's what it means to stand in your power. And I just, I love that energy. I just, I feel like we came and I don't know, we all have different relationships with our own culture, but for mine, I just felt like I had a lot of pressure to be a certain type of way mm. to represent my family or my or people that look like me a certain type of way. And I know that's an age old argument, but if something still exists, <laughs> it's still relevant, you know, and that's something that I always felt like I was a little bit of a little uh, incarcerated or more so just structured and or or just walls used to protect me. But like, I just feel like knowing you and being your friend and just soaking up your energy has given me a lot of ammo to kick through that shit a lot of ammo to step into this energy that you see of me. I give you a lot of credit for that because I, I feel like I was able to find a lot of, um, a lot of vocabulary and a lot of like, uh, my heart's pounding. Why? <laughs> I touched my own heart. I'm like, what are you doing right now? I'm falling in love all over again. Oh my God. Anyways, Tracy, you just make me a better bitch. I appreciate that shit. <laughs> what a finale. <laughs> we'll be talking about our friendship more throughout this season but okay i'm gonna pick up the next card it's a wild card Mm -hmm. give each other nicknames (laughs) i already got a nickname you guys have been hearing it throughout this episode i'll tell you the story behind my nickname so my nickname for girdly is burger which has different is the word deviations i think it works that's the word right i'll take iterations because sometimes I call her Burgeruni. I think deviations counts. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I call her Burgini. I don't use this one as much, but another one of my friends who had to latch onto my nickname Burger calls her Burgonce. No, she calls you Gurdance. She calls me Gurdance. Okay. <laughs> so why do I call Girdly Burger? Well, it still has the GU in there, which is vital. But Girdley's <laughs> initial um, AIM AOL instant messenger name was Juicy Fruit 9955. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and going back to being the black man's dream, Girdley is very svelte. Is that how you say that word? Svelte. <laughs> I guess it is now. <laughs> Anybody who ain't saying it like that saying it wrong. You know the word svelte. I'm talking about. Yes. Girdley is very svelte. <laughs> I've seen Girdley's body. In like a hundred different moods. <laughs> but all of the moods that Girlie's body decides to be in, it's like it's like Halloween for an entire year every year. Cause this is a different body. But it's fun because they're all beautiful to look at. Girlie's very fun to look at. But anyways, back when I first <laughs> met her, um, I just thought that Girlie was so juicy and so it reminded me of a burger (laughs) and so i was like oh how about if we spell burger b-u-e-r-g-e-r and she let me continue with it or maybe she just i don't know maybe i just pressured her into it (laughs) (laughs) it made you so happy i love it because it's like it goes back to the inner child thing it's like cartoony burger like everyone wants a fright called burger and i'd be like yo because burger got them buns <laughs> and the people don't know the people be scared to laugh i'm like you can laugh it's cool i'm like to laugh so that's why 
I call burger burger. Okay. Thank you for that, Tracy. Yes. And no one is allowed to sexualize my friend, even if I made it seem like I was doing it halfway, but I wasn't. No, she was. Thank you, Trace. <laughs> um, my name for Tracy has been Face. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I and I was really trying to think of why I did that, and yeah. I realized that the, the 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 day that I started calling you face, um, that rhymes with trace, so that's very easy for me. But it was because years ago you took my phone and you took a selfie, and it was a really obnoxious. Did selfie. I? Yeah, you did. It was hilarious, but it was a really, really, really funny one. And you made this face that looked like you were like answer the phone, like it was kind of one of those. <laughs> You know what? I think I literally just saved it. I just changed it with, and I regretted changing it because you saw how this Apple upgrade happened this morning. Yeah, I did. Uh huh. Where people can update the contacts. So when you text message me, I updated the contact because it said, "Would you like to update oh, Tracy's contact?" Oh, you just haven't updated your phone in a while. I've had that. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. But anyways, it changed. But I remember that when you called me and I saved that, that picture came up, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "This is so perfectly Tracy. <laughs> this is so perfectly Tracy to just." Take this moment, mm-hmm. capture her own <laughs> portrait, and of course, it's just, it's bold, it's free, it's funny, it's endearing, and it pops up every time that you call. So I'm like, look at this face. And so I'm like, I'm going to call her face. It rhymes with Trace face. And then wow. I just love your face, too. That's the story? <laughs> that's, that? the, that's the story. And I realized that. I'm like, what? Because I'm like, look at this face. Look at this. Because it looks like, it looks like Girdly pick up the phone. Right away, as soon as you call, and I'm like, I hear your voice. I know the intensity. I always answer when you call. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is the face. Ah, uh, intensity. I should have said that. Intense versus extreme. Mm-hmm. There's like a slight difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yeah, different, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not extreme. Right, Because yeah. extreme would be reckless. Exactly. It's this intense where I'm very intense when I love something, and I'm very intense when I hate something. Mm-hmm. I'm just extra vocal when my emotions are here to say what up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we feel you. Yeah, but <laughs> you I don't do felt. crazy things. Like you've done a little. Come, some things are yeah crazier no, than no, I would have no. done. No, I think uh, no, I think you 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 actually put. It's funny because I paint this caricature of you being this wild child, but <laughs> you be painting the end game for me. Like you, be, I can think of many times where you give me that face straight up, and that's nothing. So you talk with your face. You be you come in my face when you want me to feel you. Is you're just like your presence. That's really what I mean. I always feel your presence. It's if for any reason you are muted mm-hmm. in your presence, I know it, and I and I'll. I won't pressure it. I'll just respect it because I'm like, she probably just needs to be by herself it's right now. It's intentional. It has to be intentional because mm-hmm. otherwise she has no problem being in your face. She has no problem giving you her energy. Mm-hmm. Her presence is not something that is um, easy to ignore. Mm. You have to respond to it if you have a soul. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, but there have been many times where you pull me aside and you'd be like, but look at the end game. Look at where this can go. Have you, you know, like many a time, many, many, many a time. And it's funny. And I, and I take it and I take it even more seriously because I feel like this familial connection to me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is probably something my mom would want a friend to pull me over and say right now too. This is something an auntie would approve in my family would approve of. Mm -hmm. So like I take it, I take it with that, um, grain of seriousness as well too. So yeah, that's the story of it. I Mm. mean, that's the story. That was fun. (laughs) I enjoyed that answer. Thank you, Bergs. Thanks, Grace. Next card. Here we go. Here we go. Yo. Here we go, yo. So what's so what's so what's the scenario? What about me is hardest for you to understand? Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I get you. So this is tricky. Interesting. What about me is hardest to understand about my bestie burger? 
You want some time to think about it? If, if yeah. I have an answer. Um, I think for me, and this is, uh, my logical self understands it. Mm-hmm. My logical self makes, it makes complete sense um, because people are people. But it's, you know, it's hard for me sometimes when, um, it's hard for me when you don't see how. <laughs> Go for just, it. Yeah, like it's hard for me when, it's hard for me when you don't see what we see. Mm. I don't get that shit for real, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> Seriously. Like I'm like, and I just let you, I let you just spew because I'm like, I can't sit there and tell this girl that she's not, she doesn't have a reason to feel maybe blue or down right now. I don't know what it's like to live in her body and to live with these expectations and to live with this, with this gaze mm-hmm. on her and to always be in the public. eye like that. I, I don't know what that's like. And because I know who you are on a soulful level, I know who you are is private to an extent. And I know that you have your introverted times. So I know how important that is for you. So like maybe when you're in a place where you're out of whack and maybe you just aren't in the highest of spirits and maybe you're feeling kind of down. And especially if you're like reflecting on some of your accomplishments and you feel like maybe you wanted more from yourself. Sometimes that just blows me away. Cause I'm like, but Tracy, you're, you're carrying the torch for us, bitch. Like, you're killing it, bitch. You're killing it. You know? Like, you're killing it. Like, for real, for real. But I'm just like, she, she's, she does, she's not on this phone. With, she's not having this conversation to be bathed in compliments right now. You know? I mean, I, I give them to you, but I know that you just want to let it out. So sometimes, I guess when you get in your, um, I don't know, I guess when you, I guess when you're just not super 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 proud of all that you've accomplished that's something hard for me to understand I get it but I get it because life is life and our products are not a reflection of what lives inside of us and x y and z but just seeing seeing how much how far you've come and what you've been able to build for yourself and and not even just honestly it's the creative freedom that you put into your things it's it's the slant it's 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 the chance and the risk that you put in so much of what you do that to me is the most inspiring to me that to me that's way more plod worthy than anything else but sometimes I think seeing you get into your places where earlier where you were talking about where maybe you felt like you weren't in the most you know spirited place those moments are hard for me to gauge because I'm just like wow you're so applauded and you're so embraced and people are so proud of what you do we are so proud of what you do and um, sometimes when you don't see that, it's hard for me to understand how you cannot see it because it's around you. Mm. You're, I, f- I feel like you're buffered in love. I feel like you're buffered in acceptance. Mm. I feel it's like Tracy's here. Yay. Mm-hmm. You know, every room that I've walked into, I'm like, I've never not seen that response. You know, so sometimes it's hard for me when you don't see that. But this is life. Yeah. You know. Thank you for that. Um that's a really interesting perspective. And I've always been weird about receiving compliments right. as well. But I <laughs> but I tell myself if I trust this person, um, and they are they are listed in my filed in my life as a truth teller, then this also has to be an extension of the truth, an offering of the truth. Like why is it only feel true if they're saying something that's bad? Like mm. if someone's giving constructive criticism, why do I only label that mm-hmm. as the truth? Mm-hmm. But when they come to me with something beautiful, can't that be the truth too? Facts. Facts. You know, so I don't know. I think it might also be 
a defense mechanism, uh, a cushion, always just looking for what's wrong so I'm not surprised by it. I also know my anxiety is definitely rooted in future thinking Mm -hmm. not like sticking to the past Mm -hmm. and so i have to be very intentional about reflecting Mm -hmm. because it does not feel natural to me Mm -hmm. when i'm doing it it feels great not to be like when i'm doing it it doesn't feel natural like i shouldn't be doing this no but i mean like making time for it (laughs) i'll make time all day every day to think about what's my life gonna be like for this week or for the next month or for next year blah 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 but to be like okay, what did I just do that right. I'm proud of like right being now? retrospective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I also think being in the entertainment industry, particularly in radio, also in journalism, journalism as well, for you guys that don't know, um, both myself and Girdley, we had stints in journalism. I was in print journalism for some time, working as an editor and freelancing for a bunch of magazines that I'm sure you guys are familiar of with. I don't want to mention any because what I'm about to say, I don't want you to think that one publication is responsible. But I would always hear in the entertainment industry in general, different messages of you know how many people would want to be in your position and would gladly get paid less for it. Um, There are a lot of times I used to have someone that worked over at SiriusXM when I wanted to bring some girlfriends of mine to Sirius to have informationals because that was something that helped me get my foot in the door. Um, I would always hear, why would you want to bring your friends in? You know that they're secretly trying to get your job, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, these male-dominated spaces are male-dominated a lot of times because of nepotism. Mm -hmm. And not to say the person who got the job wasn't qualified, but they happen to be qualified and family. Mm -hmm. Qualified and friends. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I was like, wow. So, (laughs) one, this is a limited space just in general. And then two, this is an ultra limited space just based off of you being a woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I feel like that conditioned me without my consent a lot and always just had put me in a place of like, I have to keep my position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Make sure that I'm always producing, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I also do have a lot of peers who do like amazing work, (laughs) like a lot. Uh Um, and it's like really sexy work too. And it's gotten amplified because of social media. Um, and yes, I know we've said over and over again, you know, the broken record is everyone puts their highlight. And I don't think everyone puts their highlight real because if you guys follow me on Instagram, I don't put up my highlight reel all the time like and I'm proud of that but if someone has a big win you think motherfuckers not gonna capture that mm-hmm. <laughs> on Instagram I'm not gonna, you, you know what I mean mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna put that up but I'm, I'm always seeing the ceiling extend itself higher yeah like I'm just always seeing potential just moving and I'm always seeing like uh 
uh, I hate to use the race because it's not a race, but people from behind zooming to the front, mm -hmm. people, you know, taking a break on the side. I don't want to say falling off because I do believe in seasons. That's why I live in New York because I literally need the physical reminder of seasons for things. But I'm just, I just be seeing a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And it's all up in your face. Yeah, all, one day, all yeah. up in my face. Mm -hmm. So it just, it can, it can mess with me, especially like I said, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a, I'm a overthinker. Uh, so I have to go out of my way to remind myself of everything involved in my own narrative, in my journey. And also remind myself why I do it. It is not for the validation of others. It is for the approval of my creator. It is for my own catharsis. It is for my own birth of my children called ideas. Uh, it's for my own improvement. It's for my own enjoyment and those who want to be spectators, I hope that they're inspired by it. And those who are side by side with me on the journey, I hope that they are fueled by it. And, and that's it, man. Because if I die and I'm thinking about how humans on earth are viewing me, then I'm not really dead. Mm -hmm. I'm not really dead. So I don't even know that line made sense right there. But anyways, <laughs> from my point is... <laughs> Put it in context. Put it in context. <laughs> but my, my, my point is, is that um, I have to remember to just look, keep my eyes on my own prize and just look at what I'm doing. And sometimes when you're always looking for inspiration a little bit too much, instead of just like looking outward for inspiration mm -hmm. instead of inward, mm -hmm. um, your inspiration can be hijacked by comparison. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Big facts. So that's that. But I but I appreciate that, girly. And I appreciate you throwing me the life vest so I could think about my answer for you. Um, I don't know my answer for you, Berg. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Nor do I know the question. <laughs> I, I do know this is a long episode, and we okay. have mad questions. So, we can so keep I it feel, moving. yeah, I feel like we should. Mm. Dang, I feel Maybe like a timer. Oh wow, a timer! Yeah, mm. let's speed round this bitch. Ooh, lightning round. Okay, I like it. What should be our timer? How is two minutes? Two minutes or one minute? Ah, dang. Okay, let's try it. <laughs> Tracy, I can follow these rules. <laughs> can you? Let's see. <laughs> she said, let's try it. So do two minutes. Is okay. that too short or three minutes? Two minutes. Two minutes. All right. If we were in a band, what would our name be? Start? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my gosh. I, I was thinking about it. <laughs> dang. Um, I think, only because we used to always say this in college, it would be, it would have like a heavy metal name. It would be like, Return of the Exiled. Oh, the Exiled. Wow, yeah. dang. From like... Is we, that what was happening in my past I, life? I, 
only because we used to always say that we were going to be feminists on the verge of exile. Yeah, that's true. Because we we're always being so counterculture with the rules of what it meant to be a good feminist. Mm-hmm. We're always so rebellious to it. So this would kind of be like our return to just reclaiming what it means to be a full embodied woman. I like that. I like that. I think our name would be, do you have another one? Say it. Or I could share my other name too. The Black Tinkerbells. Oh, that's so cute. That's so us. I love that. I'm trying to bring like alliteration into mine because mm. that can make it like easier. No, oh, okay, here we go. Clanks. 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 <laughs> no, it would be it would be heels and kicks. <laughs> it would be it would be it would be heels, heels and kicks. Heels and kicks. <laughs> oh, or it would be Tom Girl. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, okay. Woo! Lord. Yes! Wait, Tracy was stressed. <laughs> Y'all don't know how she was pointing at me through the whole thing. Every <laughs> sweat. You got it, girl. Look at it. Right. time, too. That's Woo! good. All right, lightning round. Okay, lightning round. Lightning round. What would be the perfect gift for me? For you? Because you have done workshops with some of your favorite choreographers. For those you don't know, Girdley is an astounding choreographer herself, also a um, movement coach. And she is just, she will show you, oh, she's the Rosetta Stone of body language. That's all I got to (laughs) say. I don't know why I was looking around for better things to reach for. When what I needed was right in front of me this entire time. There is that a stone of body language. Anyway, so yeah. So Girdley, I would the perfect gift for you. I would um hire, I'm not sure because I'd have to find a choreographer that you love, appreciate, mm. that you haven't worked with. Or maybe someone that you have, but you would want a one-on-one. Mm. And it would be like five hour intensive with oh, that them. Would be nice. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good gift. <laughs> That's funny because I knew for for you, I knew it would have to be an encounter too. I'm like, it can't be a product. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would have to be experiencing somebody. And the listeners should know this too. I think, I think a beautiful. Oh, okay, okay. Thirty seconds. Oh no! All right, fine. <laughs> it's gonna be. I was thinking of a dinner date with Elizabeth Gilbert. <laughs> obviously, obviously, obviously. But we'd have to buffer it. It would have to be dope. It would have to be like I don't know, like a candlelit dinner in like a Barnes and Noble or something. It would have mm-hmm. to be different. It would have to have some nice ambiance to mm-hmm. it. So something along those lines. Not Barnes and Nobles. I'm gonna have to get back to you about the right, right, right space. Maybe a really nice oh, someplace with books, but can also be a gym. <laughs> <laughs> But somebody's mansion or rapper's mansion time with gilbert for sure i likes i likes the next question what do you recommend i let go of if anything oh what do i recommend that you let go of ha 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 first thing that came to mind but i'm not really sure if i am committed to this was dating apps ain't that some shit (laughs) (laughs) i agree (laughs) being biased towards the past occurrence that we won't go into details mm, right mm, here mm, right mm, now girl, you're right about that shit but you know what you're right though for real for real because the encounters that i've been meeting in real life or just outside of dating apps have been so much more genuine yeah you know what it is i think because i just want to free up space 
for serendipity to pay you a visit. Mm -hmm. That's why. And I've never been on a on a dating app, so I also just may not have all the knowledge to make um, a good answer. But I feel like there's a lot of strategy yeah. involved yeah. in it, which is a really like cute word for control. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Very true. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to make room for God's possibilities. That's all. That's you got anything word. for me, sister? Um, I don't even know if this is a real answer because it's not even an answer I would personally accept. <laughs> um, I would say anything that blocks the world from seeing your glorious mane. <laughs> oh, aka my natural hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, give me that wig. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh. I would say anything that does that. We should make an episode on our hair because I have a, a mm, I feel like I've had a hair journey that is not like the usual black woman's experience. Mm -hmm. And I'll share that. That's a long thing to unpack. So I'll I'll save it. But I respect that. I honor that. We'll be seeing more of my scalp. <laughs> Come into if you a, want to. Yeah, come I into a selfie near you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, give your partner, aka my friend, a compliment you don't think they hear enough. What the hell? Oh no. I'd be swinging you around a compliment saying, city like, all the time. Good to me. I'm like, I have no shortage of compliments compliment coming from you. You don't Trace. hear enough. Dang. Okay. I compliment Girlie a, not, a lot on her oratory skills, which you guys are getting a heaping of right now. I compliment Girlie a lot on her outfit choices. <laughs> <laughs> on her dancing everything that's really important to girdly i don't pander to her i'm just like wow what a blessing that everything that's important to you you're actually really good at that's great um <laughs> so let me see uh girdly i feel like you've been cooking more mm -hmm. so i compliment you in being proactive in the kitchen not to fulfill this womanly stereotype but just as another form of self-maintenance thanks yeah. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, honoring your pockets. Mm-hmm. Big facts. Big facts. Thank <laughs> you, friend. Yeah. And I, and I also feel like cooking is just, it's a beautiful dance with alchemy. You know what I mean? Being mm -hmm. able to start off with, you know, you have like an egg that's in its freaking shell and then you can make something really, you seeing things that in its natural state and then by the time you're done cooking you're like whoa i had no idea that this mm -hmm. could like look like this mm -hmm. and i feel like cooking is such a beautiful um necessary for self-love mm -hmm. yeah i agree thank you i mm -hmm. forgot about that yeah so thank you about that <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one um <laughs> i think for you um and i'm just assuming you don't hear this from a lot of people because it's probably you've been with the same person for four years, mm. but I think you are a really big romantic mm. and, um, <laughs> and I don't know if, I don't know if people know that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you have this, uh, tough girl persona that really works for you really well. <laughs> Not really tough, but just a little spikes, yeah. mm -hmm. just a little spikes on, in some, on, on a leather jacket that also has glitter on it or yeah. something. Rihanna, good girl gone bad. A little, little bit, bit. Mm -hmm. but, um, you're like really romantic and like <laughs> not like, 
And it's like in a sweet, endearing, you know, like it's in a very oh, cuddly kind of way, mm-hmm. actually. And just some of the things and, you know, I, I'll let you save this for you and Carl to share when you guys are ready. But just some of the things that you said during like your courtship process with like the ways that you the ways that, you know, you built your love with Carl and even just the way that I've seen you um, ball out for your lovers in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always it made me realize like, OK, Gardley, you can do a little bit more as a girlfriend. <laughs> you can. <laughs> show up a little bit more you can show up a little bit different girl this you know why get you before so far yeah i treat i treat my boyfriend like i treat a girlfriend mm. and that's because i had a girlfriend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think i just i just learned a lot from that relationship and i think role playing in a sense where it's like oh i have to be the man in the relationship and sometimes she's the man in the relationship but she's still a woman it just reminded me that everyone has a masculine and and a feminine side to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and so i like pulling the feminine side mm-hmm. out of Carl. Mm-hmm. I like catering to this itty bitty feminine side. <laughs> <laughs> I like it now too. I like it too. I like it too. Now I see you do it. I was like, okay. All right. Well, it's fun. fun. It is. Yeah. It's really fun. It's really fun. Okay. What parts of yourself do you see in me? Lots. Yeah. Lots. That's easy. Yeah. Super easy. Everything. <laughs> Dang, everything. It's, what, the real question is what you don't. You know. Right. That's, that's the real interesting. question. Um, but I see plenty in you. I drive and creativity and um a sense of fashion that's unique. Um a determination to express yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be understood. Yeah. Determination, like like a serious one, like for real, for real, I get that. Magic uh, of words. Yes. A love of words, an appreciation for words, mm-hmm. um, a love for writing. Poetry. Poetry. Spoken prose, words. Everything. With everything. Words. Just yeah. A love for the arts, a love for humanities, a love for history. Um metaphysics. Metaphysics, a love for people, a, a, a deep curiosity about what the fuck is going on. <laughs> curiosity that's almost suspicious. a yeah exactly exactly what i was gonna say a curiosity that is almost a suspicion exactly <laughs> wake you up at night suspicion that masquerades as curiosity yeah, straight up tracy used to call me at like 2 a.m like currently have you ever thought of it i'm like yes i have like for real for real so um yeah that and just loving and also being a lover yeah plenty everything everything girl yeah (laughs) and the beautiful thing about that too is i also think you're in my life to remind me that um someone could be just like you but that doesn't mean you have to compete with them absolutely i have never like we have so like i'm telling you guys we are gifted in so many of the same Mm. areas it's like bananas (laughs) like so many of you guys will leave me comments like oh tracy i read your book you're so good I'm telling you, <laughs> Girdley is phenomenal. Right. There are so many times I can't even freaking count. I do not have enough fingers or toes to count the number of times I have told people, if you like me, you will love Girdley. <laughs> this is how I've introduced her like plenty of times. It's so stressful. Like, I'm Girdley like, is like, like, I'm the rough draft to me. <laughs> And Girdly is what you submit, is the final crying, you submit. I'm crying. Can y'all y'all believe this? <laughs> wow. I'm son. telling you, yo, you hear her talking. Girdly is phenomenal at speaking. Gir- well, just effective communicator. I'll just say that all around. Speaking, writing, um, uh, nonverbal 
body language, all of it. <laughs> Communication is this fucking girl's strength. Is her je ne sais quoi. Um, yes. And then also we were both in a, in a dance group when we were in college. We were also both great at dance. Mm -hmm. There's just so much where me and Girdley intersect, but I'm telling you, and this is the God honest truth. I've never been envious of Girdley and it's not, Oh, I'm not envious because I think I'm better. You know what I mean? It's, it's no judgment. I just been, she's just, I don't know. It's just like looking mm -hmm. at myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. everything that Gurley goes through, whether it's a heartache or whether it's um, a tremendous win has felt like my own experience. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, Gurley's birth is me being here twice. Wow. That's deep. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Flame team. I mean, man, we out here. God doesn't make any mistakes. He knows what he's doing. He knows what kind of response people are going to need in life. And and I think he, God knows when he births people with um, a big vision, a big vision that he wants them to execute. And I think it's really important to have somebody as you're going through these like heights that are like uncharted, not yeah. even people, people who you look up to are looking at you like, well, what you going to do next? Cause we right. never seen this happen before. <laughs> and I think that's, and I think especially with like, with what you're doing, what I'm trying to do and with what many of our peers are doing too, is just trying to just be build something, but it's, it only exists right here. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, we're literally trying to create from our own imaginations. And there's like, when you started the audio vision boards, it was unheard of, you mm. know, it was kind of just like, there were things comparable, but what you made it was of your own. And I think as we're like, as we're being creatures that God created to just like execute these, these, these visions, mm -hmm. you know, that there is no blueprint for it because we're literally creating it as we go mm -hmm. to an extent, you know, um, there are parallels that we can draw from, but at the end of the day, we're building something yeah. that just only exists true within ourselves. And we're trying to manifest it. I think it's very important to have somebody that you can look to your left or to your right. That's not necessarily racing with you, but they are growing, they are growing with you and you can look at them and be like, this makes sense. And they're like, mm -hmm. fuck yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or like, this, this is cool. Yeah, it's cool. I totally see where you're going because it's very easy. Like you said, when you're working with yourself to get lost in your own thoughts sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's like very important to have someone that you see so much of yourself and just, just as a reflection, like this is dope, right? Yeah. This is still dope, right? This is still cool. This still makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I love that about our relationship. I love the fact that as I'm trying to be bolder and entering these new spaces where I don't even recognize myself, sometimes I can still call on you and be like, well, if Tracy thought it was funny, it's funny. Or if she thought it was cool, then it's pretty cool. If she thinks it's creative, then there's edge to it, you know? And if there's not, then I can, I I'm comfortable going back to the drawing board because I know that our opinions are fundamentally rooted in, you know, good intentions and just mm -hmm. good taste. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just evidence that you're not crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's an important lesson that um, similar doesn't have to mean same. And if you are my sister, then I am going to be able to see myself. Like we both have sisters, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I Great can sisters. see, yeah, a mix. Sisters. Mm -hmm. and I see like, I look at my sister and, and I see like pieces of my face in her and it's like, whoa, this is very different. And then I see like where she's different. She'll say certain things that I say and I know we just both pick up on each other's like colloquial shit, but she's so unique and, and, and I love it. And there you have it, yo. Oh, yeah. 
I hope you feel a more intimate understanding of who both me and my burger are. I know American culture, for sure, especially puts uh, such a heavy emphasis on significant others who satisfy us romantically and sexually, right? But Girdley's presence just constantly reminds me that friendships, which do fall under the umbrella of significant others, um, friendships hold just as much value if not more right so let's continue to invest in them even if they don't provide us with orgasms okay if you rocked with this episode and want to share if you want to gift me a compliment may i hit you with a suggestion okay here it is here it is don't beg for it <laughs> do so in the form of sharing the She's Beauty and the Beast podcast with a friend, a pal, whomever. Also, if you're feeling even more generous with the love, please leave an iTunes rating and review my boo. Thank you in advance. This gives the podcast a boost so it's easier for um, others to find and also so we can expand the brand, you know? And of course, if you want to speak to me directly, if you want to check out more of my world, go to itstracyg.com or follow me at itstracyg, I-T-S-T-R-A-C uig on twitter instagram my site twitter instagram that is my trinity for finding me oh my gosh and of course follow my shotgun my hitter my guide the one and only girdly at girdly that's g-u-e-r-d-l-e-y when you have a beautiful unique name you can go by a first name basis boom all right y'all thank you so much for lending me your ears as always I'm grateful for your attention. Thanks.